action. James, you have been messing with me long enough, and I'm gonna have to take you downtown. Downtown? You see, the key to all of this is getting James to work. Oh. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the... an episode of... The Jarcast. On YouTube, That's or this. perhaps even... On your favourite audio listening website. Thank you. Like Some kind of service? Some kind of service such as... Uh, Patreon. Bebo. Such as SoundCloud, and... I don't know if we're on SoundCloud, and actually. <laughs> <laughs> and Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely on that one. Spotify and iTunes. Whoop, whoop. Quick shout out to the patrons over at Patreon for keeping, keeping it real, keeping us... Keep it, keeping the keeping what it seal. Yeah, keeping it sealed, keeping it real, keeping it kiss from a rose. <laughs> thank you, as always. <laughs> big thank you from the big man. The big man, Alex. Speaking of the big man, Alex, I believe you have something to tell us. Um, so I got to apologize first up. Um, I know people don't like. Starting the cast off with like a really serious kind of heavy-handed uh, topic kind of way, um, but I I want to make a sincere apology about something. Genuinely, James, I need to apologise to the Jarlings. I need to just get it out there, you know. Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I mocked diarrhea. Okay, like years. I made light of something that impacts people's lives and I was full of, you know, hubris. Thought I was above it and I'd never experience it for myself, but one once upon a time you're gonna end up sitting on the toilet and you're gonna get the old <coughs> And it's gonna be so painful and it's not just gonna happen once, but it's gonna happen again and again and you're gonna start crying and you're gonna wanna you know I'm not gonna go into too much detail everyone knows what diarrhea is would you say it was uh, like a fart shit explosion no it was a shit fart explosion ah okay so it was uh, it was like the cork or the dam was the shit I've got diarrhea okay and the fart was the breaking of the dam, and the explosion was the explosion. You're just making it too complicated. I like calling a spade a spade, and just being honest. When was the last time you had diarrhea? That's what I'm saying, it must have been... I was convinced that I was kind of trapped in a perpetual state of diarrhea. I thought that was my normal state. <laughs> when in actuality... <laughs> Um, it must be more normal because what I'm experiencing at the moment is abnormal. That being <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> so, so diarrhea has been knocking on your door for a while. The Grim Reaper and looming over my bed every night, waiting to strike. Uh, is this the four <laughs> o'clock strikes or the nine o'clock strikes? In terms of time, urgency. Mm. Um, it's the hourly strike. 
Just like Britain in the 50s. <laughs> but genuinely, I just want to... That's my topic, diarrhea. Let's be adults here. Let's talk about this in civilized... <laughs> as, as civilized... It's not funny for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's not. Stop it. <laughs> me, I'm not doing anything. You're, you're looking down and smiling. I'm, away from the camera so they I'm can't not, see it. I, I had something in my eye. I am an experienced man when it comes to diarrhea. <laughs> I have. Me- what the fuck does that I mean? I have had really many- back. What does that mean? Your experience that you it wasn't funny. I you out here? Let me- <laughs> that was a shock laugh. Let me finish. I have had many a diarrheas, so I know the diarrhea. What kind of diarrhea was it? Are we talking? <laughs> I was thinking about that actually. Are we no no? Are we talking liquid? <laughs> not 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 chew, not like chunky. Are we talking pure liquid <laughs> or like a fucking um, bitty? It depends shit how fart. much um, excruciating detail you want me to go in for the listeners out there. <laughs> what what do you require of me? What when it? What is the line? The truth. Yes. Because I, I can tell you in truth, truth, last this time, two weeks ago, I had f- awful diarrhea, and it was so bad, my stomach was hurting. Level. And how bad. did you remedy it? What do you do? I I shitted it all out. So you don't try and remedy it? Anyway. No, because for me, it's like as long as my stomach is still bad, the the diarrhea is not going to stop. So I've just got to get through the storm and just shit it all out. And then if I've got nothing in me to see, shit I out, I won't shit out. Um, ginger. As much as I don't really like the taste of ginger, ginger is a a, a curative remedy item. Which uh, how how does it stop? Well, I was in the supermarket earlier, and I was like, oh, because I I had to do an emergency poop in the supermarket, which is never a fun thing to do. Oh, never. Oh, um, and I was like, this, this has gone on long enough. I need something to soothe me, so I got one of those like ginger shots. Um, it's not alcoholic; it's just a like ginger. You drink it, and then you feel great. I didn't know ginger was a something to help your diarrhea. I didn't know a that remedy? was a thing. A remedy, yes. But you asked a question, and I'm sorry for those listening, but the one thought that went through my head when I was clearing up business was if this. <laughs> I can't fucking say it, dog. <laughs> if this was drizzled over a piece of cheesecake, James would be fucking uh, <laughs> drooling right now. That's all I could think. So we're talking chocolate rain. Yeah, it's chocolate syrup. rain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What? With, with the, of course, the initial <laughs> sort of onslaught. The shit fart explosion. Yeah. So how often did you get the chocolate rain? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I've already explained. No, how often? Like, no, did it happen every, like, hour? 
every half hour, every two hours. I need to know time. I don't know why you need to know the time. Okay, then let's go into one of my, <laughs> my, my diarrhea stories, okay? So, one day I ate something bad. Real bad. So, so it was like... a pizza. Probably. And it was like <laughs> two in the morning and it's just like... This happened for three days straight, and it's like I get this like feeling in in my stomach where it's just like it's like kind of pain, but it's not. <laughs> and at that moment, it's like I'm gonna fucking shit myself. Do you think it's because of your gut, gut flora screaming at you? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but it was just like it was I. It was really painful, and I knew I knew I needed to shit. So I literally would run to the bathroom, and I would just fart, and there would be the fucking just. <laughs> The entire fucking one <laughs> side of the toilet would just be shit oh everywhere. And I me. would sit there and I would have to push out shit for like a good half hour at a time. So then I'd go back to bed and then I'd get the same feeling again. Then I'd have to run back and forth to the toilet. And I would do this. I did this. This was actually hell. <laughs> it happened for three days straight. And I didn't, for, for those three days, I didn't sleep or anything. And it got to the third day when it was like five in the morning and... The only thought that was going through my head was, I want to die. Like, that's how bad the diarrhea was. So I was just like, just, that's it. <laughs> Fucking kill me. That's that's what I would have preferred than another day of not sleeping and just having to go to the toilet every 10 minutes. <laughs> what the fuck, first of all? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Secondly, what was the cause of that? I don't, I don't know. But it happened for a few days. But then, like, two <laughs> weeks later, it happened again. <laughs> so now, like, genuinely, it's actually fucking traumatised me. Because if I get a bad stomach at, like, one in the morning, it's just like, I'm in for hell. I, I don't know what caused it, but it was misery. So I feel sorry for anyone who's experienced such traumatic events as well. Yeah, all I can really suggest is, um... Ginger. Ginger. Yeah, ginger and um eat eat um you know fiber greens <laughs> and if it comes knocking Beans. at two in the morning get ready you're in it for the slog thoughts jim i mean what are your thoughts we have heard surprisingly little from you on this topic dude what well, the f- the, i've <laughs> i've had a surprisingly little amount of diarrhea experiences in my life there you go. That's a sign of a healthy gut flora. <laughs> this dude over here is obsessed with gut flora. Can we explain where that came from? Like, um, where, where because did you... I, I'm at when <laughs> whenever I hear the term gut flora, I picture like a <laughs> a prehistoric landscape with loads of dinosaurs. Why? What? Why? I knew this is going to lead back how, to dinosaurs. Into di- like it makes flora. It makes me think of flowers. Yeah, which makes me think of dinosaurs. Because <laughs> I think of prehistoric flowers. He's, he's only he's only saying that because we literally watched Jurassic World fucking <laughs> two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we 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 watched about twenty movies. Like, fast <laughs> <I was> forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What upsets? Is it the dinosaurs that upset your stomach floor, your gut floor? No, I'm happy so with my why? gut floor for the most part. No, but I, when... I'm suffering because I stupidly ate way too much dairy yesterday. No, but gonna admit it. When when you have diarrhea, is it the dinosaurs causing ha- havoc to your gut floor? I don't think it's literally dinosaurs. I just like. The... I'm, I'm using your fucking. Me- <laughs> you th- you genuinely Shut think up. there are tiny dinosaurs living inside <laughs> me? Well, they no, I don't. 
Dinosaur boy. Got a problem with that? Huh? Yeah, I do. Anyway, Jim, you were saying. <clears throat> well, well I, I was asking you why you've attached yourself to gut flora and all things in in of d- relating to intestines. Because part of me was um, cautious. You know how, and this will make sense, this will come around. You know how in um, Mass Effect, Commander Shepard is, he's kind of, he knows the Reaper threat is coming. Mm. But he knows it's going to be in the future and he's doing he's doing what he can to prevent it. I'm kind of treating it as in a preventative kind of uh, system. <clears throat> How did that come back around? <laughs> How was Mass Effect? Like, you, so you, so you think diarrhea is inevitable? Like there's a cycle of diarrhea. <laughs> yes. And it's always coming and all you can do is delay it. All you can do is keep as healthy as you can. So when it does strike, you can deal with it. I haven't had diarrhea in a bike. You said two weeks, you said two you weeks get ago. Every week. <laughs> No, I said that in that circumstance I had it week after week. But my my last one was because I ate KFC, kebab, cheap pizza, and a lot of alcohol in the space of a day. So I just kind of destroyed myself. Speaking of uh, destruction, did you hear the doomsday clock is set to like 100 seconds to midnight? Yes. Midnight got- being nuclear... Destruction. Not, no, just destruction. It's Ex- not explain? specifically nuclear. Well, explain the, what you're talking about. They, some some place somewhere has a doomsday clock. There's a board of atomic scientists, I believe, yeah. where they predict because they they are experts, so actually like fully people. They they right. use the current situation in the world to predict how close we are to annihilation. So that can be man-made oh, right. or actual uh, like global warming type stuff. And it happens year on year, and they always, for the last few years, it's gone forward, and currently we are now 100 seconds away from annihilation. And there's one right. thing about this. I read about this two weeks ago, before they, they announced it, and I got really depressed. <laughs> Severely depressed, because it reminded me how fucked the world is, and what we're currently doing to it, and how nothing's changing, and we are literally going to annihilate ourselves completely, out of a lack of, of care, really. But yeah. Yeah, so so it's come down to two factors, and that's <laughs> nuclear war, right, and climate change. The two funniest topics. Yes, <laughs> I thought I'd. Um, Those are the two <laughs> sort of change gear. <laughs> We've gone from uh, first gear. <laughs> we skipped straight to. We've sixth. gone to fucking eighth gear now. We blew the car up, blew the gearbox up. We're, we're well, we're we're a hundred seconds away from blowing up. Why? What? What do you think has changed in the last like month to bring this on? The well, no, because it's year on year, so I don't think the the, the well, I mean, between now and last January. Last January. I can't thinking of the differences that have happened in a year on like a massive scale. I can't think of any major last year that were, were really factored into it all that much because not much has changed. It's last well, it's year. because think about this year already. We've had the fires in Australia, really severe. We've had the mm. Iran conflict stuff, 
in America and everyone just thought the whole world was going to be nuked. Um, and now we've got the Corwon Ka- Ka- virus that's currently going through Asia. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean... I think the the Australian fires that do count into it quite a bit because that is almost a, a, a result of global warming in a way because obviously increased temperatures because they've had record-breaking mm-hmm. heat. So obviously they always have bushfires so obviously they can have more when there's an increased yeah, heat. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with Qatar and all that where they're having record-breaking heat because of global warming and people want to deny that which is just ridiculous. So I, out of all of it, nuclear war realistically can't happen. We are smart enough to not do it. Like even with Donald Trump in charge and the other countries, they know they're not going to do nuclear war because it will just annihilate everyone. That's what I don't understand about making yeah. these like biochemicals that can infect everyone in the planet in the in the in like a week or something. Like surely you just doom the whole world. Like how can you stop that from spreading? You know, to where the point of origin was, unless you're on an island and you stop all forms of communication well, it, or something. It depends what it is they develop. Mm. Because if it is like, um, what was it, Novi Chok? Novi, Novi, yeah. The is new that? Russian chocolate brand. The, the where if you touch it, you die. I, do, I don't know if they right. have like an expiry date where if it stays on something yeah. for so long. Because you have the, all these people testing out, like just seeing what kind of weapons they can produce. But mm. the thing with bio biochemical weapons is they're pretty much frowned upon by everyone. Mm. They're pretty much banned, and if they what? were to be used in war, it's just like yeah. it would it would change the war in a way. It's like everyone against them in a way to like. Well, everyone's them, played Resident Evil Two. We know what the worst case scenario is. You know, like we mm. know mm. zombies, inevitably. Not really. But back to the point, n- nuclear war will just never happen. Do you want to bet on it? No, I'm I'm, better, I'm, I'm pretty it's sure lose to. lose. <laughs> yeah, because there's no, no way I, it can. Like I, the, I I think I agree. I think it's extremely unlikely. Like it because it it doesn't make sense in terms of war, because like at the end of it, you want there to be like a gain, mm. you know. And what have you gained if if like the the land you could have gone and taken essentially is radiated for like the next million years yeah, completely because the way i view it is we've got to be realistic and the the world's richest people are the people who will lose the most out of something like a nuclear war mm. so why would any of the top like two percent allow that to happen when that is money because mm-hmm. you can you can go nuke iran but then what does iran have iran have oil oil's gone then that's billions lost on a on a level that won't ever happen, and no matter what, it will always be prevented by that class. So it's just like I don't think that should be ca- factored really into the atomic clock all that much. Well, how d- I think the interesting part of this this like idea and topic to me is how the average person is supposed to deal knowing the information we know now. You know, like how is a normal person who like they live their own little life. They got their own shit going on. They go to work. They, you know, they just have a normal fucking life. And they find out all this shit about yeah. World War Three and like people like these super weapons and chemical warfare and the the world is burning and everything. Like, what? That, that's the thing. It, like, how much of it is just um, like the the fact that everybody knows more now? 
Yeah, because the, like, the, the, the world. world has never not been a chaotic, scary place, right? Like, yeah. The, the things, the, the way the world operates is inherently somewhat, you know, like chaotic. You, there's so much going on, you know, like, mm -hmm. let alone all the different organisms that live on it, but all the natural processes, earthquakes, you know, tectonic plates, oceans movement, you know, the moon and the way that affects... Like uh, waves and everything. Yeah, it's like, like so this... much shit, like just an in incomprehensible amount of um, just systems, for lack of a better word, all like interacting with each other. So many variables all like shoved onto this like planet or whatever. Like it's impossible to even comprehend. So let alone when we get down to this level where we're like, look what we are just doing to it, mm -hmm. you know? And then the, the personal responsibility of like, well, what more can I do? It's what annoyed me so much about that Bill Nye video he put out ages ago where he was yeah. like, it was like a really condescending, you need to sort it out, guy, type video. Like, you can fix the world. And it's like, what? Well, you know, like the like a normal citizen who, like, recycles their shit and, like, is switched on a little bit. They think about their energy usage and stuff. Like, yeah, what else? How does that spark change, you know? Yeah. That, that's the thing. It doesn't. And it's like, I'm pretty sure there's been some investigation to this. And it's just like, if the majority of population change, it's just like the majority of destruction that's coming from the planet is not from individuals, it's from corporations. So if everybody changes, it's still like the corporations are still doing the damage so nothing will change. It's not down to an individual, it's down to like a massive corporation or country to enforce change. I don't get that, and it's just like, it honestly depresses me, and it's just like, I'm fucking powerless in this cycle. I can't do anything. Do you think, how much of it um, is, because we really don't understand anything, you know? Like, Definitely. we only read headlines, yeah. we can only understand, like, our, our part of it, like, we're not, like, an all-knowing super god that can see, like, what's happening around the world, you know? And, like, we can just take, like well-researched like theory and advancements from people we trust with information right so like where do you draw the line and be like humans are kind of inherently fear-mongering you know yeah like we you and i were talking earlier just saying like when you're annoyed at someone you make that known you know but like when everything's going all right and everything's going well you're not mm -hmm. really communicating that and it's only when shit is like really bad in some way that you start to really express that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how well I'm explaining myself, but it's really hard to tell what the actual truth no, is, you know? It's actually that what you were just talking about. It's actually an evolutionary yeah. thing. Like where we've yeah, learned to, for the bad things in our life to like, we think about those more. Mm -hmm. So then those bad things don't happen yeah. again. Like, that bad thing years and years and years ago might have been, like, falling off something high or touching something hot. Or you hear an intruder or something. Yeah. You know, and so you learn to, like... It's why, um, um, where you know, when on your social media someone says something horrible to you, they tweet something horrible, they say something mean on your Instagram. It's why you cannot help but like really zone in on it and focus on it mm -hmm. you know it doesn't matter who you are like you build up a tolerance over time but you do have a certain response to it and 
it is because of that very thing. You're always trying to, it's like a weird monkey brain trying to um, become impenetrable and constantly improve. We're obsessed with improvement yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. But going back to the actual doomsday clock, last year it was set to like 10 minutes to 12. Now right. it's 10, now it's 100 seconds to 12. I didn't know the, the change was that drastic. I didn't think you, it was 10 minutes, actually. I'm pretty sure it was. I remember, I, I remember, I look at it every year, but I just, I don't, I, I think it was around that mark. But if it's changed from 10 minutes to 100 seconds, then w what, what, I don't get that. What base, what are they using to base this time off? Yeah. Because nine minutes or, you know, eight and a half minutes gone off because of what? There's nothing's really changed in the last year. Okay, sorry, it was two minutes okay. to midnight. Now it's 100 seconds. It's 30 seconds. Yeah. Does it is it updated like all the time or no, it's updated annually. So it's the so same only time. once a year. Yeah, it's like yeah. But like it, does, it's not, it, it doesn't mean like that's you know, the world's about to explode at any second there, right? Does it? No, but it's like, like how, a bunch how of, can you It's a bunch of intelligent people coming together and theorizing like, okay, if this happens, then that would happen, then blah 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 and then it'd be done. So it's worst case scenario. I guess. So I don't know. I've 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 never actually heard of this before. So. <coughs> I I had, but like mm, I've, I've never like researched it or anything. It, so. Because I think it was it's like um, closest. I believe we might have uh, be that now, but it was at this closest uh, Cold War, where it was mm. literally like that makes sense. But so I I can't. I don't know how nuclear can impact the one now when, right? This we're not in a Cold War state like the Cold War was. The Cold There's War no never actual, ended. There was no actual, like, threat as there is then. So I don't know how that factors into it at all. It kind of, it kind of is, like... Not to the extent of the, like, the Cold War. That was, like, ten million times more extreme than now. Where it's just kind of little threats on Instagram or um, Twitter or Instagram, yeah. Compared to actual, you know, nuclear subs in water. Yeah. Like but, like, do you think it's important to try and just not um, become a nihilist? About it all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that is the true, like, defeat, isn't it? When everyone gives up. Because mm. that's, like, the the most human thing to me is just, like, figuring shit out. Like, we already said, like, tr yeah. tr finding our weakness and trying to improve it. Like, mm -hmm. for every, like, evil person, you would hope there is one the, um, the, of the opposite to match you've it. You've got to be, like, realistic about it is if you think the change that's happened when the humanity has had to change, if... If we got to like, you know, 10 seconds to midnight or whatever, and it was just like the threat was here, we'd be able to make such a change so quickly where we can avert it because that's how like the science works. It's like when companies, countries need to do stuff, they put the most max amount of money into science yeah. as possible and they get results because they get all the stuff and they just boom. It's going to be a like you're just fascinating like 100 years coming up. Like, mm. Even the last hundred years has been just ridiculous. If you think like compared, like the forties to sixty, that's twenty years, and I'm pretty sure we went from biplanes to the fucking moon. The progress yeah. during that era was insane, and that yeah. can still happen. And I was happen. thinking about it now, like the weird way we're obsessed with like building networks, like we're we're obsessed with recreating the brain, basically. So we're, we've taken like the way our brain works, and we've turned it into our means of communication so we're just like all these brains walking around yeah. that are all communicating no, you, with each you other you know what I saw an advert on YouTube of this 
this new idea for a system of um, like postal delivery, like just so trucks and stuff won't have to be on the roads. Yeah, and it's like these pipes, like the Futurama pipes, <laughs> underground <laughs> that just shoot these, and, and they use no fuel, nothing. It's oh, just, like the air pressure, air. like what they do in um, in supermarkets. Uh, no, I, I think it's like um, magnetized. Oh, really? Yeah. And it just shoots all this stuff. This magnetize, like, magnetize. <laughs> but they'd have they, their dream is to have this like crazy network over the whole world. You think you know? Could for like big cities? Yeah. Because it's no, like you know, then two it, mile it, radius. It expands to just everywhere else. Like yeah, that would change the world. It would because it would eliminate the need for it in cities, and then basically you just need to get the parcels from the city to another office in the country that then shoots them off in the pipes to the houses. Mm. It would It's like um, boring. Elon Musk's idea to have yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. underwater tunnels for cars to get rid of congestion. Yeah. No, it all it's stemmed crazy. for me from when I saw someone had, like, mapped a fly's brain. And I was like... And there's, like, an image of it. And I was like, that's just, like, a, like a, a server, basically. You've got, like, a... A hub point with then all the cables yeah. coming off, and it's just relaying information really quickly. It's it's crazy. You just to me, it's just like you don't worry about how how bad it is, and know that humanity. Well, you know, will ignorance change. is bliss, and all that. Yeah, everything big in a way is also everything that's small. With that said, we'll be back after these messages. Guess what we got in store for you today, lads? Join me in your t-shirts. Check the description below. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, lady. Oh, I hate that. Welcome <laughs> to the Jar Part 7 of Episode 9. Welcome to Part 2 of Episode... Something. Where we're going to go into... Um, some some Reddit questions, but... Actually, no, before we do that... Um... There's something that needs to be addressed from last episode. If you don't know, we kind of dismantled and discussed the idea of um, the myth that uh, human male testicles are able to taste, um, which has kind of been spread around and whatnot. But the truth seems to be that there factually are taste receptors that exist in the nuts, but those also also exist like other places in the body, like your stomach, lungs, brain, and even anus, which shoots diarrhea. Out. Um, so that is that why diarrhea is so unpleasant because you can taste the shit. It's, a, it's inside though. I think we were saying what taste buds, as if the, the balls <laughs> like it the like, like a tongue. Um, obviously, that's not the case, but. Um, it seems to be something to do with part of the chemicals sensing of sugars or amino acids. So it's some very technical, you know, thing. But AKA dipping your balls in soy sauce is like po- pointless. Fucking pointless. Oh, Christ. I was looking forward to that. So we've been just. <laughs> we've, been, we've been. We've been rused. We've been bamboozed. Bamboozled. Okay, let's do some questions then. If you want to leave our own question, your own question for us to answer, head over to the Jar Media Reddit where there is a suggestion thread. Ask us anything you like. About what to dip your testicles in. 
Well, it might be pointless now, James. It might oh. be pointless. Um, I'm kind of disappointed. So let's let's get this going with uh, Jim Beltman, the Muslim. Role play. Jim is a massive, obese woman sitting next to James on a plane, squashing him. Squashing him. Alex is the air hostess trying to calm down furious James. Go. Was I... Sorry, um... Uh, cut. Um... What? Was I just sitting down, or was I already sat down? Sitting. So you're sat. So James is annoyed at you. Go. I can't. My fucking... My nose is against the window. Come on. I've got no room. What is this? Please. Can you can you please sort the situation out? I can't sit here for the rest of the flight. Oh, hello, sir. Um, what, what seems to be the problem? Shut up, fatty. I, I've, got, I've got no space. Cut. You just... Cut. Not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. What That's part? really fucking horrible. The whole question, just not cool. Yeah, I'm against this. That's the only role play you're getting from me this year. Yeah, not cool, dude. Does my character get fired or...? Yes. No, James gets... Squashed. James gets a promotion. James turns into a feeder. It's actually... The, the twist is it was James's wife. Oh, snap. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and it was just a little family feud going on. We all lose when the family feuds. <laughs> <clears throat> Worst song on that album. <laughs> Shut up. That's shit and you know it. It's times like this where it makes me want to piss. But problems... <laughs> Like this Make me feel amiss Um Line <laughs> That was Master Uguay's death scene suggestion Just to do a bit of rhyming Thank fun. you Uguay But I got stuck on this and I couldn't think of words that rhyme with piss. this Piss Uguay yes, I did piss No yeah, you, you did can piss. loop it back and finish no, it No I didn't Chris. want to Chris yeah Waygun Sis yeah, no, I, I, I just bliss. No, so it, okay, piss. you piss. No, look, you try it then. Try a little rhyming adventure. See how hard it is. What am I rhyming? Anything. Your word. <clears throat> your first word is green. Wait, Yoda is green. <clears throat> Yoda is green. Kinda like a slitheen. <laughs> Even I can do better than that. <laughs> They're not green. <laughs> Keep going. Why are they so mean? <laughs> they acting like a teen. Hey babe, get me my favorite bowl of bean. <laughs> it's just like the Slovene. <laughs> no, but the first word was green. Get them from the machine. See, green's a lot easier. You s you are you allowed to do those like half rhymes? Yeah. Like fiend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Uguay. Uguay um, in the bag way. Sebastian Del Tobo has um, another roleplay. Um, we don't necessarily have to do it, but I want to read oh. this because of how much work they put into just the description of what we need okay. to do here. Roleplay. I'm not sure I understand. 
<laughs> Roleplay. James is a sexy whore sitting in the local pub alone, and Jim is trying to get lucky with her. Alex is her half-black, half-Indian ex-girlfriend, who desperately storms in trying to get back with her halfway through the roleplay, who can only speak in rhymes. <laughs> What's with this whole rhyming thing? <laughs> it's like a rhyming uh, thematic uh, throughline, kind of like the protocol yeah, like the 3PO's or... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. I'm not I can't do this! I'm not sexy enough. <laughs> Don't say that, you motherfucker. Yeah, don't say that, you... We're not nihilists oh. anymore, okay? <laughs> We're cuties. Stage DK has a quickfire round. James, when can we expect the highest speeding ticket in English history to be oh, yours? Oh, fuck. You know, I'm still working on that. You're gonna have to give me at least three more years. Alex, as a seasoned voice actor, what role would you play... No, would you play the role of a minion if given the offer? Of course. More importantly, you can reprise your role in Hunt for the Freeman 2. Maybe. <laughs> Nick is, uh... Let's just say Nick might not be going to the grave quite yet. Anyway, what was I saying? Um, and Jamie, what nicknames have your shaved head inspired? Johnny. Hitman. <laughs> When well, you got none. the drum kit. <laughs> the, only the ones I've given myself. Yeah, none. <laughs> yeah. Um. 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 <laughs> Goatsy Fry says this, in lots of teenage shows slash movies, there's always a character who's like, when I grow up, I can't wait to leave this town and all these fuckheads behind. It's my dream. From my experience of watching the cast, it seems you guys haven't moved too far away from where you grew up. Do you or have you ever shared these feelings? Uh, I know someone who has. <laughs> when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. I reckon everyone thinks that. Mm. Like, uh, at a point. Yeah, because everyone believes there is, like, their, um... Kung Fu Panda 3's setting for them, you know, so, like Poe's secret panda um, family. They're out there somewhere. It's kind of a so metaphor. What, what you're saying is everyone's had this feeling when mummy's taken away the toy you like and you're like, I'm going to pack my bags and leave. Exactly. You're exactly right. Because you, you know that somewhere out there, there is a land filled with toys that it's just waiting for you. For a mediocre sequel to a, a impeccable middle film. Kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. No, very much like Star Wars. Sometimes War. you you got to know when to stay. You know? Should I stay or should I go now? If I stay, there will be trouble. <laughs> but if I go, there will be double... <laughs> so come on and let me know Should I go <laughs> yeah. I've never thought I've never I've never thought about it. I want to live in a city. Yeah, I want to live in a city. Not like for the rest of my life, but But there are certain time. cities I don't want to live in. I wanna live in city. I don't want to live in London. 
I want to live in... I like going there, but I don't want to live there. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I don't know, it depends how much money I might have my, in my bank in the future. So, if money was not a problem, would you live in London then? No. If you could just have unlimited money, you can do yes, whatever you want. I reckon I would. You would settle in London. Not settle, but you would just live there. For live a bit. there, experience it, become a. I don't know what what do people in London do? Become a socialite. Yeah. No. Can't think of anything worse. That's why I want to do it though. Yeah, not, not no, that I like, think it would be bad, it, but it, it, yeah, because living in a rural area away from everything and living in the heart of a city are polar opposites to each mm. other. Do you, and like just as much both. as I would like to live in like a, a shack in the in the wilderness for like a year and just like which is my dream. Cut dream, cut <laughs> cut trees down, not cut dreams down. Um, <laughs> yeah, and cut like cows' heads off and eat them on whatever people yeah. that live in the wilderness do. Uh, it doesn't appeal to me. I've never thought about leaving where I live at the moment and it's like... Well, I think for a lot of people it naturally just happens because they they, they go they to they uni. To. Yeah. yeah. You go to uni which typically isn't in the town you grow up so you have to go somewhere else and then you fall in love with the city or whatever and you know where you are yeah, or you just get a job, job opportunities and everything so... Yeah. It's just the way it goes. I mean, it's just that's something that life. That's life. Those changes will come, and boom. I don't think I. I don't feel like I'm being impeded by the fact I'm not living in a city right now. Could mm. change in the future. Um, Tomorrow, I like. Um, I really do feel like I would miss the the rural feeling, the tranquility. Yeah, knowing that I can just Definitely. walk off into the woods and like. Like, well, I, as much as I do enjoy going to London, when you're there for days upon days on end, I start to feel a bit claustrophobic, like, I just can't escape but this. Yeah. <laughs> I need some freedom right now. That's that's my problem, is just, cities are... I love the chaos of a city, but the chaos drains me after a while, and I have to... They are tiring, and, yeah, you, you want to live there when you're young, I guess. That's what everyone always tells me, anyway. Mm. Live there when you're young, and you can keep up with it, mister. Just strangers say that to me on the on the on the streets, don't they, James? Yes. Everetto twenty one has this to say. Hi, Jar. So lately, I've been really stressed out since I experienced prom, and it was the worst thing I've ever had, had to partake in. I'm not good with crowds of people, eye bleeding neon lights, or terribly loud music. So I basically had a huge melt time, meltdown. You know, ugly crying and all that. At that point, I didn't even care about the vapid prom queen pageant or whatever the fuck. It was the absolute worst, since when I go to parties, I usually have at least one quiet place to retreat to the bathroom walls. No, sorry, but the bathroom walls were literally vibrating because the music was so loud. It took me a full hour and a half of watching funny jar moments and David Bowie interviews to fully calm down so I could leave the bathroom stall I was in and actually go home. So basically, I'd like to know if you have any tips for calming down in stressful situations and anger management, or if you have any interesting prom stories. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, we're all prom kings ourselves, so we've got some, yeah, some somehow, real tips to... James and I were just 
like we looked so good on the yeah. prom night. Yeah. They made they made us join prom kings. Yeah. Did you go to prom gym? No, I just went to the after party. You just went got, to the after. You're right, yeah. Got got wrecked, son. Yeah. I didn't do either. I was always like, since when do British people have fucking prom? What the fuck? Yeah, like, that, like that's such an American thing. Yeah, to me. like and I was like, I'm, f I'm like fucking sixteen right now. I don't want to buy a suit. And like you watch all these like movies and shows and shit, and they're like, they it seems like a stressful ass time for everybody involved. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just like from the get go, <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry. I mean, not I mean there, there's your first bit of advice. Like, if if you can predict something is gonna stress you out to that degree, maybe don't do it. No, build, that's that's also bad advice. Though. No, no, no. Build up to that. Like, if you're gonna get to the point where you have to lock yourself away and like, sort there of, there is a way have a breakdown. There is a way of showing up for something that is like a that is like a social commitment, um, but also being able to just sort of be in and out without having to hmm. yeah, before it gets I mean, too crazy. But I mean, prom is different. I suppose because that's inherently going to be loud and busy, like so you you build yourself up like go to smaller social gatherings. No, 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 there's very good advice there because I am that type of person. Like any like, I have this weird thing where I will get like really agonizing headaches and earaches if I have a if I go to a place that's incredibly loud, like a prom or mm. like a disco. I get really bad headaches and I will literally retreat and like just fucking sulk in a corner. Or like escape outside. So I am that person, 100%. And it is you have to build up a tolerance to it. So you do like small like stuff with your friends at like pubs, and then you kind of work up to that stuff. And that's what I've been doing recently, and it has helped because it does. Because you'll get more yeah, experience like, and you'll get comfortable. It's, it's like normalization in your head. Mm. And the more you do something, the more you're used to it. You're not gonna panic in a situation that you've done, the, a situation you've been in loads of times yeah and just calming down during those situations like my my whole thing was like to go outside i would pretty yeah, much go outside and sit on the floor i'd say like, ground Russia. yourself like mm. think about where you are think about why you're there because like maybe um, most of the time that it, where you are isn't going to be a reason to be stressed why you're there isn't going to be a reason to be stressed so why are you stressing my my whole tactic was to like go outside and then obviously like some someone would like talk to you and you just sit down mm. like have a long conversation with them about just stuff and that is like was nice for me. It was just really pleasant having a conversation in like a busy environment, but it's like calm. Yeah. It's really really like relaxing. Yeah. Um. Just yeah. Distract yourself. Maybe try some kind of breathing exercise or um. Put some headphones in if you can get away from like a real racket and put something really calming on that you know chills you out. Fresh air is definitely like one of the Drink best. Drink some things. water. There, there are options. There are options. But listening to drama media is definitely the best you can do. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Distractions. Anything you like, just interact with it for a minute and look at a dog Instagram or something. I don't know. But any particular dog Instagram or um, I don't know. There's, the corgi's no, quite there, a there's a, no, there's a really good one called Do Doggo's Doing Things. It's a locked account, but they have the best dog content on the internet. Follow it, it's incredible. Okay, just say that to my face then. Yeah, that was kind of a <laughs> move. That was meant to be Alex's, like, key moment. So, uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm giving a good recommendation for people who might be stressed at prom. 
Got Thank another you. serious one. Let's just do it. Oh, yeah, we're serious, boys. From uh, Swag Luna. Question for the jar. Hi, jar. I'm a new viewer, but I've instantly fallen in love with your content, and I've gone... And I haven't gone a day without watching one jar video since I found your channel a few weeks ago. Oh, thank you. I wanted to say about a very serious problem I have in my life and how the jar members would handle it. When I was three, I was diagnosed with neutropenia? It's a single P without an H, so... Apologies if I say it wrong. I'm really bad at reading um, any kind of diagnoses like this. But it's a deficiency slash inability to produce... Oh, here we go. Neutrophils. Is that right? A type of white blood cell. And I wasn't allowed to go to school due to having a weak immune system. This essentially resulted in me graduating high school without ever having to step foot inside a classroom with other students. Now as an 18 year old male, I have absolutely no social experience with people other than my close family. This is compounded with my Asperger's syndrome, making it nearly impossible for me to have stable conversations with people in person. My question is this, if put into this situation, how would any of you proceed? What route would any of you take to try and make new friends? Is it worth trying to force myself to conf conform to social norms, or should I embrace my awkwardness and accept I may never be the most social person? Even if you don't answer this question, it was a bit calming to write this comment, so I suppose it was the right choice. Cheers. I, I don't think it's about conforming to social norms. It, it's like everyone sort of meets halfway. You know? Yeah. You bring, like, the courtesy and politeness that is social normality. But then... But I think what he's, what he's struggling with is that he doesn't have people to talk to, you know, sort of same age, you know. You know, just, like, normal, everyday kind of stuff. He's, like, missed out on the, the informative yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of school year type stuff. So he doesn't yeah, know definitely. where to begin, almost. Honestly, gaming. Start with gaming. Yeah. Genuinely, it might sound it, it might sound silly, but if you want to like just learn how to talk to people, and you don't have to worry about like if it's a, an immune system thing, mm. you don't have to worry about that aspect of it. You can talk to anyone from around the world. You can hear varied, you know, varied amount. It depends on your taste, you know. Like I've I've got loads of memories of when we first started playing like 360 online and just interacting with people all the time, talking to just strangers, like. That's somewhere to begin, at no, least. It, it, definitely, yeah, yeah. it definitely, definitely does help being able to just randomly talk to someone. You have no idea who they are, what they look like. Just being able to talk to them about something is actually really helpful. Yeah, and you've already got, like, something you can talk about. Because mm. you're presumably, you know, playing some game no, or whatever. And tying into that is just to talk, like, if you, a hobby you have is to talk to people who have that hobby. Because there'll be yep. a common ground. It's just like, what I found being in the car community is just, like, people are nice. If yeah. you, even if you don't know stuff, they were you. You can talk to them, and they'll be really helpful and nice. Mm -hmm. Like I spoke to a guy in the in Tesco car park for half hour because he just had a nice car, and we were just talking about everything. And he was like six in. It was just like we were just be talking. It was really nice because mm. yeah. I just I went to him. Was just like you've got a nice car, and it, it just goes from there. You just yeah, that's a good so, way. So yeah, I try I suppose to start with the things you like you know, and try and find people that you can talk to about the things you like, because that's always the place to begin, and usually from there you can sort of delve a bit deeper, you know, you need a starting off point, because mm. usually the starting off point for all these people who become long-term friends at school is the fact they're forced 
into the same location, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just around each other all the time. So forced into the same place in the line. Yeah, so that's the main thing you you would have missed out on. So force that to happen in ways um, that you can. Um, obviously, there's like loads of details we don't have because it's only a short little comment, but you can also with like. Um, If you even if you start with like uh like like Reddit groups based around things you like, um, you can communicate with people in there and start from that. Um, as much as I have problems with the way some people use Discord, uh, it, it could be a way to like you know connect with some people or communicate with people if, if it's like a, that's something you need. But you you need to know that like you need to move on from that virtual. Yeah, stuff. obviously, like um, I I'm only just thinking in terms of like if you really just want to start somewhere. Yeah, to get yeah. the snowball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, espe I'm especially considering the um affliction he has as yeah. well. Um, that makes <clears throat> it a bit more difficult, but. But I know another important thing is 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 it's okay not being the most sociable. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm generally not that super sociable, and it's like I, I'll go to the pub every so often, but I'm not someone who's going to constantly surround myself with people. So mm. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We're different at the end of the day. Not all of us are going to be, you know, super extroverted and love people constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. There's no reason to be like down over that. Yeah. Um, do whatever you can. Um, stick within your. Um, well, if. If you can go out of your comfort zone just a little bit at first, um, in some way, that without keeping you safe still, um, that's all you can really do, honestly, and just bit by bit chip yeah, away as just, everyone it else. It takes time. You just got to know it takes time. You got to build up with it. Yeah, like I mean, I, I was completely socially inept until I was about twenty-two, <laughs> which, is, which is only like. A few years ago for me and if you're 18 and you're already thinking about it you're probably doing better than i was when i was that age i don't think i was even thinking about it no I no I, I no so i'm just i was the same even now i'm still getting there so yeah everyone is i mean we're all on the same uh plane of existence ball yeah. rocketing through space <laughs> Hmm, what else should we do? <laughs> Alien Zach 27 says do another normal episode. Done. Oh. Please. Apophsis says, how are the Yogs dogs doing? Haven't heard from them for a while. And let's uh, extend it into just jar all of jar pets. The jar the weekly jar pet update. Go on then. Okay, you start. B no, I just said go on then. No, no. Jar order. So Billy's for Argy's first. Argy, give us an update on Argy. Argy's soldiering on. Been a little problem solver. Um, mixed mammal mammalian thing. Mammalian. <laughs> Don't you think mammalian really suits him? Though? Yeah. He's a little. He's a mammalian. That's what he is. He's a yeah. million. Like he's not a dog. He's a mammalian. He's a one in in a mammalian. One in a mammalian. <laughs> he's fine. Um, the the annoying one at the moment is Paisley because she's like nine months old. Um, she's oof, big oof. If you don't, because uh, they're so energetic at that age, if you don't get them knackered, they will destroy. Yeah. 
So I lost some uh, posts the other day. <laughs> um, she's been pretty good for the most part because when she just gets bored, she just goes and bites Argy and just <laughs> um, infuriates him. So I'm all right. You're averted. Quite yeah, no, averted. Uh, no, uh, no major ailments. Touch wood. At the moment. Aside from the uh, bit of poopy butt that needs wiping now and again. <laughs> that's standard, though. Yeah, that's standard. That's standard for a little gastro boy. Well, Fuck, uh, he's the gastro boy. <laughs> God, he's yeah, so... He is. Gastro mammalian. <laughs> Billy went to the vet the other week. Is she good? She attacked the vet. <laughs> Can't mess with her. Because she was trying to stick a needle in her fucking back. She got vaccinated. She's a healthy weight. She's a healthy cat. Did you know cats' paws sweat? Hmm. Do, do cats pant? No. When they get hot? Maybe. I don't think so. Do you see lions panting in like... I don't know, because I've never really thought about it. I don't think they do. But yeah, we we got her out of her cage when we got her to the vets and put her on, like, the platform thing. And every step just left, like, a juicy paw print. Like a stress sweat. Yeah, because she was sweating so much, she was freaking out. James? So we need to update on the dog. Um, I think I mentioned he got fucking three fawns stuck in his eyeball. Three, three thorns, thorns stuck in his... Proper thorns stuck in in his eyeball. It was fucking bizarre. How did it look? He, his eye was fucking... Like, his eyelid was stuck together from, like, the, the gunk from the eye. And well, it was, was all, just, like, pus. And yeah. And it was super fucking horrible. So he had those fucking... Poor guy. ...taken out. And he's fine now. Um, But he's doing much better. He fucked his leg. Again. He stepped on fawns and got, like, massive fawns stuck in his leg. We have um, made a mistake with him, and we've given him, like, the dog food that's super high in protein. So it's like it's like that's a border collie. A border collie that's, that's high as fuck all the time with, like, basically on cocaine. Just so extra he was energy. Terrible. So he's now gone to work in dog food, and he's much better. But he's gone to work in dog food? Yeah, he's now on, like, low-protein, proper, oh, right. proper stuff. And he, Wait, is he actually, have you seen a difference in his yeah, behaviour? he's, like, if you go for a long walk, he'll actually be quite visibly tired if it's, like, a really long one, which he wasn't before. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> so he was just getting, like, so much yeah. energy from... Non-stop energy. <laughs> so now he's he's a bit calmer, and he's a bit more behaved, and he's just getting, he's, like, leaving the puppy stage. And yeah, the older he gets, the yeah. more calm he he is, he'll become. He's 100% my boy. Like, he will spend most of his day by me all the time. Yeah, we've been on some good walks, haven't we? He has. He's a we'll have to do boy. some more in, when it gets a bit nicer outside. We can. And we can uh, show the jar or some of it on jar, maybe. That's a possibility. We need another dog cast, though, which is never going to happen. It's crazy. Yeah. They just create such a maelstrom of, like, mess. That <laughs> and chaos. And chaos. That but I don't really want them up That's here. been one of the themes of this episode. Chaos. Chaos, destruction, and poo. And you know what? Do you know what would be chaos? Buying a snake. And on that note, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, boy. Thanks for listening and supporting, and leave questions for the next one. And thanks, everybody. 